Welcome to the Comic Web Superman Old Time Radio Podcast, where each week we bring you an exciting radio episode from the early years of the Man of Steel. The Comic Web sells old time radio programs and comic books. Check us out at comicweb.com. The Comic Web also offers two other podcasts. One is a variety of old time radio programs, and the other is a video podcast of the old movie cliffhanger serials. You can find them on our website or just type Comic Web into iTunes and they should pop up. Now just sit back, relax, and enjoy this episode of Superman. Thank you. Presenting the transcription feature, Superman! And now, Superman, strange visitor from the planet Krypton, who came to Earth with powers and abilities far beyond those of mortal men. Superman, who can leap tall buildings at a single bound, race a speeding bullet to its target, and who, disguised as Clark Kent, mild-mannered reporter for a great metropolitan newspaper, wages a never-ending battle for truth and justice. When Kent, Jimmy Olsen, and young Tug Flanagan took passage on a boat from Panama to the United States, they never realized what was in store for them. But at this very moment, Kent and Jimmy are trapped in the cabin of a foreign agent who has masqueraded aboard ship as an elderly lady. With them are two other passengers, Dr. Michael Barrington, an English surgeon, and his daughter, June. Only Pug, recovering from a slight accident in his own cabin, has escaped capture by the agent and his henchman, Hunt. Things look very dark for Kent and his friends. To become Superman and save the situation would be to reveal his double identity to Jimmy and the others. What can he possibly do? Listen. Stand against the wall, all of you. I have a very nervous finger on the trigger of this gun. Better do it, folks. All right, Kim. Oh, this is terrible. Hunt, close the door. Yeah. Lock it. Now open that suitcase and set up the portable wireless. He will try to make contact. Very good. Now, my friend... What do you mean, friend? What sort of a game do you think you're playing? It is far from a game. Believe me, I deeply regret having to cause any of you embarrassment, but unfortunately you brought it on yourselves by virtue of your own curiosity. We're not interested in listening to speeches. This speech will interest you. It will interest all of you very much. What do you mean? Precisely at midnight, Dr. Barrington. This ship is going to the bottom of the ocean. And unfortunately, you are all going with it. Oh, See if you can make contact. Yeah. You don't think you can get away with this, do you? Who do you think will stop me? This ship is traveling through protected waters. <laughs> that is very humorous, Doctor. <laughs> very humorous. I have made contact, sir. Good. Tell them everything is well in hand. Midnight is the hour. We will disembark 15 minutes before. That is all. Yeah. I wonder whether you realize that three passengers on this boat are American citizens. Of course I do. But I gave you a fair warning. Warning that you chose to ignore. My responsibility is at an end. Why are you seeking this ship? A very sensible question, Miss Barrington. Deserving of an answer. Simply because it is carrying a cargo of nitrate. A cargo that must never reach its destination. So you think nothing of taking the lives of more than a dozen people to destroy a few tons of nitrate? Yes, Doctor. Just as you think nothing of taking the lives of a dozen guinea pigs. To perfect a new medicine. You're a murderer. A cold-blooded murderer. I'd give my right arm to have Superman here. Now he'd fix you. Don't lose your temper, Jim. It is best for all of you to remain calm. We have more than an hour to wait. The message has been sent. Go up on deck and keep a sharp eye out. You know the signals. Yes. Report the moment you sight them. Very well. Hmm. 
Look here, man. Is there nothing that will appeal to your sense of decency? You must not be too harsh, Doctor. I am a servant of the state. It is not for me to give the orders, simply to carry them out. If you had not attempted to interfere with me, you would have been given ample opportunity to escape by a small boat. That would have been very considerate of you. I think so, Mr. Kent. But as it is, you have gambled with that opportunity and lost. Perhaps not. The cards haven't all been dealt. Unfortunately for you, they have. And I am holding the ace. Before we leave this doomed ship, all of you will be bound and gagged. I can take no chance of failure. Wait a minute. What was that noise? A storm coming up. We expected it. We'll serve our purpose admirably. Ships have been lost at sea before during violent tropical storms. You're a fiend. Nothing but a fiend. You hear me? A fiend. June, June, darling. He's going to murder us, Father, in cold blood. Thunder rolling across the dark ocean like a warning of impending doom, Clark Kent watches the minutes slip by, knowing full well that to assume the role of Superman will be to reveal forever his double identity. Meanwhile, in the excitement, Pug Flanagan has been forgotten. But back in his cabin, Pug has awakened, found himself none the worse for his accident in the hold of the ship, and unaware of what has transpired, starts searching for Kent and Jimmy Olsen. As he reaches the deck, a bolt of lightning momentarily cleaves the darkness, and he notices Hans standing at the rail. Maybe that waiter knows where Jimmy and Mr. Kent are. I'll ask him. Hey, you uh, pal. Yeah? You haven't seen a big, tall guy and a kid about my size snapping around, have you? You're uh, looking for someone? Uh, yeah. Hey, my friend Claude Kent and my buddy, Jimmy Olsen. You ain't seen him, have you? You are the other boy who is traveling with Mr. Kent? Yeah. Hey, what are you looking at me that way for? I, I was just uh, surprised. Uh, come, I will show you where you can find Mr. Kent. You know where he is? Yes, I do. Is Jimmy with him? Uh, the other boy, yes. But uh, come, I will show you. Oh, boy. Yes. The storm is going to break soon. Yeah. Why are you stopping? Because I smell a rat, that's why. What do you mean? There's something phony about you taking me to where Mr. Kent is. You're too anxious. <laughs> It is just that I wish to help you. Come. Let go of my arm. You are a very strange boy. Never mind about that. Let go of my arm, I said. Listen, you little shine. Come along or I will throw you overboard. Oh, yeah? Yeah, you can't get away. I'll break every bone in your skinny body. That's what you think. Ow! Dirty. I can still kick, mister. Try this one. Ow! So long. I'll be seeing you. Come back. Come back, I say. Come back. It is Hans. Just a moment. Don't any of you move. What's the matter? You're white as a ghost. Close the door. Speak up. What happened? The other kid. He got away from me. What are you talking about? Mr. Kent, Pug. I was standing at the rail, watching for the signal when a skinny kid, he came up and asked whether I had seen Kent. Yes, yes. Well, I told him I would take him to where Kent was. So... He started across the deck, but he got suspicious. So I grabbed him, 
But the little swine, he kicked me and got away. Good old Pug. Shut up. Pug will tell the captain. Shut up, or I'll... Don't you dare lay a hand on him. I'll take care of all of you later. Hunt, where did the boy go? I do not know. I lost him in the darkness. I can look for him, but I thought it best to warn you. You should never have let him escape. What could I do? I told you before, he kicked me. All right. I'll find him then. You won't kick an elderly lady. Here, take this gun. Yeah. Don't be afraid to use it and shoot to kill. You understand? Yeah, yeah, I understand. Lock the door behind me and don't open it for anyone. I will be back shortly. Yeah. Remember, Hans, shoot to kill. My pal, Clark Captain Jimmy Olsen. And I seen this guy standing at the rail. He was dressed in white, just like a waiter. This is very strange. The waiters are not permitted on the passenger deck. Well, he was there. So I asked him if he'd seen Mr. Kenton Jimmy. He gets all excited and tells me he'll take me to where they are. But it didn't sound right to me, so I said, it's me. Then he grabbed him by the arm, and he starts to get tough. That's when I hauled off and kicked him. I do not understand this. You're the captain of this tub, ain't you? Of course, I am the captain. Well, there's something screwy going on. I do not know. What is this uh, screwy? Uh, something's wrong. Where's Kenton, Jimmy? Why did this guy try to give me the rush act? We will investigate. We will find this weather and demand an explanation. Vaminos. Huh? I said Vaminos, which means in my language, uh, let us go. Oh, okay. What's that? Uh, someone is knocking at the door. Good evening, Captain. Oh, good evening, Senor. Oh, there you are. Oh, me? Yes, we are having a little party in my cabin. We have been looking for you. Looking for me? Yes. Mr. Kent and Timmy wanted to be at the party. We sent a waiter to find you, but he said you refused to come. Uh, don't you want to join us? I'll be. You mean you sent that waiter to get me? You mean Mr. Kent and Jimmy are in your cabin? Uh-huh. Now, won't you join us? <laughs> you see, it is nothing at all. That waiter didn't say he was inviting me no place. <laughs> Possibly he didn't understand. But what difference does it make? Mr. Kent and Jimmy are waiting for you. We are having a wonderful party with ice cream and, and cake and candy. Okay. But if I see that waiter tomorrow, I'm going to tell him a thing or two. I'm sorry I, I bothered you, Captain. <laughs> it is nothing. It so, is nothing at all. Good night, Captain. Buenas noches, senora. Buenas noches. Mr. Kent and Timmy will be very happy to see you. Uh, how long have they been in your cabin? Oh, just a short time. Ain't it kind of late to be holding a party? Oh, no. We plan to have a big blowout at midnight. A very big blowout. Oh. Oh, well, that's swell. Pug wouldn't think it's so swell if he knew what the old lady means by a big blowout. It looks like he's being led into the same trap that holds Kent, Jimmy, and the Barringtons. If only he knew that the elderly lady hobbling along beside him is, in reality, a foreign agent masquerading as a woman. What will happen? Don't forget to tune in next time for another thrilling episode with Superman. Tune in the next thrilling installment of the transcription feature, Superman. Up in the sky. Look, it's a bird. It's a bird.
Patrick Duplain. It's Superman. Superman is a copyrighted feature appearing in Action Comics magazine.